Listen to what the divine has to offer. Hi, let's start by lighting some candles and lowering the lights. The spread I'll be using is the full moon magic spread. In connection with the pink full moon for the 19th of April. The reading is being done on the 19th of April but will only be released tomorrow morning. In connection with this, um, just wishing everyone a happy full moon and hope all your wishes come true. The spread contains a, is six cards. Um, questions are as follow: Where are you at this full, at this full moon? It's card number one. Card number two: What needs to be seen and known tonight? Card number three. What needs to be released? Card number four. What energy do you need to call in? What intentions need to... Uh, sorry, card number five. What intentions need to be set? And number six. What magic will be made? Okay, so here we go. Card number one, fire. Card number two, Gemini. Card number three, Aries. Card number four, water. Card number five, Scorpio. Card number six, earth. Answering the cards to the questions. So question one is, where are you at this full moon? Uh, card is fire. Following my passion in creating something. Two, what needs to be seen and known tonight is Gemini. To think of all the things happening around myself. Or in this case, also around the world. Three, what needs to be released? Um, Aries, the one-minded. And by releasing that state of mind or energy, enabling me to see the bigger picture. Con number four, 
What energies do you need to call in? Water. Healing and forgiving energies. For myself and for others. Around myself, who I walk into the middle of the street for. Whoever needs it. Uh, five. What intentions need to be set? Scorpio. To create what I need. Six. What magic will be made? Earth. The magic that will be made is calming and centering magic. That I need to concentrate on. So <laughs> is my full moon magical spread. It is quite an interesting spread. Um, we'll post it on Instagram, the spread, as well as the pictures. Um, card number 16, uh, Rumpelstiltskin. Meaning of the card is secrets. So for this one, I decided instead of having a little discussion about the story itself for Rumpelstiltskin, I am going to be reading the song that Rumpelstiltskin had singed in the story. So it starts off with Hocus Pocus, dance and sing. First a necklace, then a ring. Riddles and magics are my game. Rumpelstiltskin is my name. Thomas or Kevin or Michael. Pierce or Jack or Henry. William or Philip or Nicholas. No, no, the little man said. You'll have to do better than that. And he crept away to his house in the woods where he danced around the fire singing. Hocus pocus dance and sing. First a necklace, then a ring. Riddles and magics are my game. Rumpelstiltskin is my name. Brandy legs, jelly bottom. Crook schnorks. Finrind. Angel bird. Bimbo. Knuppel knees. Fly by night. Scratchy beard. No. No, the little man said. You'll have to do better than that. And he crept away to his house in the woods. Where he danced around a fire singing. Hocus pocus dance and sing. First a necklace, then a ring. Riddles and magics are my game. Rumpelstiltskin is my name. Cracking horn, scully wag, short stuff, bells a bar, Melkor and Casper? Perhaps your name is Rumpelstiltskin. Who told you that? Who told you that? So, <laughs> that is the little rhyme or song that Rumpelstiltskin sing in the fairy tale. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed that. The second card I draw was six, the poisoned apple. 
which is connected to Snow White, um, but I will not be discussing Snow White. I went and I found a little short story. Now, jealousy and envy to me, and I'm guessing to a few people, is a very short line differentiates between these two. So the story I found is from, it was published in the Irish Times. The short story is to do with envy, but maybe from this story you'll also find some points of jealousy. Um, it was a short story by Mary Talford. So I am going to be reading the story as it is, and we'll see how it goes. There once was a wife who went dancing every night. Her husband knew nothing of this, for she was asleep, always asleep when he came to bed, her shoes neatly paced toe to toe. When he woke the next morning, she was still sleeping and her shoes were as they had been the night before. The wife had pretty feet, and the, her husband delighted in buying her shoes. He bought her so many pairs that there was no need for the soles to be anything other than as clean and smooth as the day he gave them to her. One day the wife came home, tired from dancing, and forgot to put her shoes neatly together. When her husband awoke, he saw her shoes laying there as she had kicked them off the night before. Their soles were their soles worn through. The friend she had danced with lost interest in her and drifted away. The wife was lonely. She wrote letters to her friends. When her husband came home, he found ink on her fingers. To stop this from happening again, he tied her hands together with silk thread. The silk was so soft it left no mark, but she could no, she could no longer write. Her friends thought she had forgotten them and ceased to write to her, even at Christmas. The wife discovered she could lift the telephone and speak to her friends. When her husband came home, he found it still warm from being held against her cheek. To stop this from happening again, he gagged her mouth with silk thread. It was so soft it left no mark, but she could no longer speak and her friends forgot her entirely. Now she could speak only with her eyes. Her eyes begged to be allowed to dance, to write, to speak to her friends. Her husband, not wanting to meet her eyes, blindfolded her with threads of silk, so soft they left no more. Now she could no longer move, nor speak, nor write, nor see. A suspicious 
and a suspicion entered his mind. As she was thinking, oh, sorry, a suspicious suspicion entered his mind. Was she thinking? He did not know how to chain thoughts with Silk Fred, who tried to persuade her that she did not want to think. She did not need to think. When he tried to trick her into giving her thoughts to him, the wife was not pers persuaded by his arguments, nor was she tricked into telling him her thoughts, so he could not make them his own. Her thoughts were invisible, without color or mass. They crossed the world and returned to at her pleasure. No one could steal them. With her hands, her feet, and her voice still stilled, with her eyes in darkness, the wife waited, thinking, One day I will slip from these chains. The years passed and she did not dance, nor write, nor speak, nor see. When she died, people wondered at the threads of silk around her body. No wonder she was so quiet, they said. No wonder she went nowhere and saw no one. How could she have bored it? But as she slipped from the last chain, her mind smiled and her thoughts danced. I have been everywhere, done everything, seen everyone. I have always been free. Her husband, alone without his wife, could not rest. His head was full with her thoughts. He could no longer find his way through the family's place of his own mind but found himself lost in hers. His head was filled with her thoughts. Her friends drowned, drowned him. The sound she had loved deafened him. The sight she had loved blinded him. He was exhausted by the mountains she had climbed, the river she had swum, the desert she had crossed. His mind was dizzy with arguments, his soul confused with warning face. Desperate, he searched for quiet and stillness, but he had no silk thread to tie his mind to sincerity and his body to rest. He mourned his wife deeply. And all who knew them agreed that they had been a perfect couple. So, take from the story what you feel. Um, but to me, it does sound like he was jealous with the idea that she was doing things without him. But it also sounds like a person that likes to control other people. Um, the binding of the threads, the silk threads. That's what I take from the story. It is not a positive one, 
So it does kind of fit the whole theme of the Fae and the Brava Grimms. Um, happy new, happy full moon, and happy Easter weekend to all. If you have a question you want answered with tarot cards or oracle cards on the podcast, please send me your questions on Twitter at dot witches, Facebook and Tumblr at divinations of the witches. And Instagram, one word, Divinations of the Witches. If you want a private answer to answer to your questions, please email me at dotwitchespodcast at gmail.com. I'll get your answer to you as soon as possible. Till the next time, we have a question for the Divine. This episode was brought to you by Anchor, the best free way to do podcasts, as Anchor gives you a recorder, editor, helps you release your podcast to all podcast apps.